Number Wang, the number one quiz podcast that everyone. With us today are Katya from the Satellite Torafune. Hello. F from the Satellite Torafune. Hiya. <laughs> Ni from the Satellite Torafune. Hello. <laughs> and me from the Satellite Torafune. Any hobbies to talk about? Anything you do for fun on the Satellite Torafune? <laughs> I've been printing the vine. The bit is yes, but I suppose not everyone here is familiar with the exact specific British sketch comedy that I'm joking with. Anyway, welcome to Outside World Occultism. Shout out to people who have seen the number wang sketch as much as I have, which is probably just mathematicians and people I post it to. Uh, you should have posted it to us before this episode. <laughs> really now. So if hopefully I've got this out on time sometime in mid-June. We could probably push this one out earlier just because it's relevant to what just happened. That's my plan, but we'll see if I actually pull it off. Oh, wait, it is June. Wow, yes. time is time <laughs> just keeps happening. It's mid-June. It is literally the middle of June. <laughs> you just, yeah. Time stops for you, time stops for no one. <laughs> Except, Except for Sakura. And Kaguya. We've made the same joke with different fandoms. So the Toho Popularity Poll for 2020 came out. If you follow me on Tumblr, and I'm not going to say my Tumblr on the show, because I don't want people sending me any more, like, really irritating add-ons, even though I have it turned off. Really irritating on main doesn't see what's wrong with their posts. Really irritating burner blogs. Yeah, I've already got messages from Koakuma Stan 94, Koakuma Stan 95, and 96. You should probably get a more diverse bot. That was a bit, but also people absolutely would do that. <laughs> Please direct all of your hate mail and cruel comments to outsideworldoccultism.tumblr.com instead. Yes, that way we have the right to roast you on the show. Exactly. <laughs> that is part of our terms and conditions. Anything you send to us can and will be roasted if it is best served at high temperatures. <laughs> Anyway, I have done a lot of benchmark stuffs on the popularity poll. I am a well-known math gremlin, and I feel like it's sort of become something of a presence. Like, a lot of artists will tweet the popularity poll and stuff, and I've seen it, like, posted outside of dedicated Toho communities. So I don't know if it's on the up or on the down. We definitely had more voters than last year. Yeah, it's on the up, I think. Yeah, by, like, 10,000? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse my phone deciding to randomly turn the volume on when my headset disconnected for a minute. Leave this in. Yeah, uh, also contingency contract is going, so you know, there's that. Going contingency contract in the middle of the podcast. No, actually, I just bumped my phone and it unmuted. Uh, Well, I mean, I wouldn't fault you for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what Grand Blue Fantasy is for. Anyway. Yeah, there's about 10,000 more uh, votes this year than there was last year. I wonder how many of those are... No, we don't have 10 more than... Wow, that's... 2019 had very few votes, and then 2018 yeah. had a comparable number, so I don't know what's with that. Toho's reclining. Toho is a recliner chair. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, to give it to those of you who are not looking at the tables right now, we had 34,000-ish votes this year, 32,000 ish in 2018, and then 23 in 2019. And honestly, I think it's just there wasn't a new game in 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense, but also, like, new characters historically don't perform very well in the polls anyway. Well, sure. New characters don't perform well, but the new game reminds people, oh, I should look in on Toho and all this. Yeah. 
And also it's COVID, so I feel like people who might normally have not given a second thought to the Toho poll might also be like, well, I have nothing else to do. I might as well look into this. I mean, that's assuming that a large portion of Toho popularity poll voters have jobs and go outside the house, but... Not anymore. I mean, I would say, like, probably <laughs> half. Yeah, it's still appreciable enough. Wily Beast... Oh, wait, never mind. The I was going to say Wily Beast and Weakest Creature came out in 2019, but the poll came out before that. Yeah. Yes, the polls are normally in January, which means that this year the poll is coming out slightly slower than our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At least we have someone to commiserate with on the delays. Although they did get out the responses really quickly, so maybe that's like... Give and take or something? Well, it's because they had new people took over the poll, and they actually, I think, did do a better job running it. It's just it was delayed because of the initial issues. Not to roast the Toho popularity poll organizers too well. You did actually do, like, a good job on this. You probably have better reasons for postponing the thing than, well, I accidentally spent 16 hours playing Factorio, so no more podcast editing was done today. So congratulations to Yomo for her meteoric rise through the ranks over the years, from fourth place to first. Actually, I think that she was pretty popular back when Perfect Cherry Blossom came out. I can look over the old... She's never fallen from, like, the top ten that I can recall. She's always been sort of a major presence. Oh, yeah. I think she's very consistently been, like, top four. Yomu is definitely a figure that has a very small, or not necessarily a very small, a sizable contingent of the people voting for Yomu are voting for her first choice, which, to the point that I call that the Yomu effect, <laughs> uh, she is its historically its second greatest beneficiary and the one who actually places well. Yomu was number five the first poll that she was on, so she really has just been up in the top ever since she came into existence. Extremely top-tier girl. If you don't follow the polls as much as I do, which is to say if you are any other human being on this planet, <laughs> the top 20 of the polls is almost always the same 25-ish or so characters with maybe a new one coming in. Like this year we have... Aki. Yeah, Aki came in. She's been in the slot before. The newest character to like be up and stay up is Kokoro. Mm -hmm. I'm actually very surprised by that. I don't think about Kokoro very much, I have to say, personally. I think that people like the moe sort of thing. That's why you have Koishi at number three still. <laughs> I think Kokoro also is a very common second choice vote for someone who first choice votes Koishi. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if people, like, associate the two of them, then Kokoro does get carried a little bit by Koishi. Moe and Koi Koko. <laughs> yeah. And then a contingent of people who like her for being her. I mean, she does yeah. have, like, a cool Nagenara. I'll say that about her. But that's not enough to get me to vote for her. Yeah, you don't think of her in the same line as, like, Yukari or Sane. Mamizo. <laughs> I think that Mamizo should be up here, but apparently nobody sees eye to eye. Wait, where the heck is she? In the 60s. Oh my god, yeah. that's unreasonable. Yeah. Apparently Zoom's popularity poll in his head is very different from Toho Wiki's. Good. <laughs> so Shion was in the top 20 for her previous two appearances. She's dropped down now, which I think is just a... To 30. Yeah, she's in the 30s, which is still a pretty solid position for a 
relatively new character from the fighting games. Who has gotten absolutely zero content since her yeah. first appearance, besides being Tenchi's fangirl. Yeah, she sort of got buoyed by Tenchion and Wild and Horned Hermit for a bit, and then now she's sort of fading into the background. Not too much to say about the top 20, really. So Yomu took first place, which... Bit of an upset. She normally takes third or fourth. Mm-hmm. Remu, Koishi, Marisa, the traditional top three in some order or another. Flandre, Romilia, Sakia. The EOSD gang. Yeah, <laughs> those three are almost always adjacent to each other in the lower top ten. Subako shot up to almost the tw- top 20. Interesting. Who shot up? Suwako. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she had a climb. But the fact that Romilia, Sakia, and Flandre are always right next to each other at the top. The EOSD voting block remains powerful to this day, and they just always vote for the EOSD girls no matter what. I feel like at least the PCBs, you have characters from that game that aren't popular, like Lyrica's and what, 114th place? Yeah. If you're voting the ticket, you can only fit on one Prism River. Yeah. Like, yo, I mean, we call Yomu's first place here a bit of an upset, but it's kind of not surprising considering her appearance in Wily Beast and Weakest Creature. Yeah, she had some really funny dumb baby disease moments. <laughs> nya, yes. nya. Yeah, she makes a pog champ face. <laughs> it's not an upset in the sense of it being, like, undeserved. It's an upset in the sense of, like, game trends don't normally impact the people who vote in the TH Wiki popularity poll all that much. Also, she beat out Reimu by almost a thousand votes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, she beat her out by... Almost a thousand points, sorry. But Reimu also benefits heavily from the Yomu effect. And I can attest to that because I'm one of the people who puts Reimu as my number one to give her two points, even though I know she's always going to be near the top. Actually, I think uh, Reimu gets less Yomu effect than most. No, she gets about the third most Yomu effect pretty consistently. She's, I think in my prior analyses, she's always after Yomu and Riggle. And like, sh- Riggle fans, what is up? <laughs> so Remu had the third greatest this year at 0.249. If you're playing any OO drinking games, drink every time I say a number in this episode. <laughs> you will die, but you shouldn't be playing podcast drinking games without a hefty toll paid to Charles Darwin anyway. Oh yeah, I mixed her up with Raisin. <laughs> yeah. Raisin's Yomu coefficient is... Yeah, Raisin is a historically popular second vote. To who? <laughs> I don't know who, but the numbers don't lie. Like, Raisin gets a lot of votes, but not many in first place. So people like her, but they don't... She's not really their favorite, usually. Mm-hmm. Kokoro has the lowest in the top 25. Shion is a very popular second vote, and I'm guessing that's a lot of Tenchi fans? Probably. Because she's very high ranked, but does not get many first place votes, so... I'm very surprised that, like, everyone generally tends to move up or down a little bit, accounting for new characters and that kind of thing, or just, like, you know, new appearances, shining a new light on a character or whatever. But there's two characters who are three characters, even, who are just, like, remarkably consistent, just, like, every single time they're the exact same rank, regardless of any changes above or below them. And those are Satori, who has always been rank 8, or at least up until 2018. I don't have 
the numbers from further back. She hovers in the same general area. And then, like, Kokoro's been 17th for the last three years. Uh, Yugi's been 77th just every single time. And I just thought that was interesting. Especially, I think, it's notable in Satori's case for her consistency, because she sort of marks the tipping point of the really big crowd votes into, if you plot the chart of the votes, it's basically an exponential curve. The first big sort of drop, the point where it gets to around a slope of one instead of a slope of big, happens at Satori. So she's kind of the gatekeeper for the truly elite. Yeah, you have to, you must be this, you must pass Satori's judgment. She's the true gatekeeper of Gensokyo. Move over, you guy. <laughs> the truly elite are basically the playable characters, the Scarlets and Satori's sister, who gets to come and go as she pleases. Yeah. Sorry, Sanai. Oh, except for Sane. <laughs> Poor Sane. Sane is sort of dropped back down to secondary protagonist at this point, I think, just from other characters getting some spotlight. She was playable last two games ago. Sakia was playable last three games ago, and she's... Yeah, but that's the EOSD effect. <laughs> yeah. Flandra got her probably bumped up a whole place for appearing in Chirikiden. <laughs> I'm not sure how much the Scarlet votes are impacted by anything that actually happens in canon. <laughs> yeah, she and her sister have just been fighting for the same spot and switching places. That's kind of in character for them, isn't it, though? <laughs> Saki is just there to make sure everything stays under control. I guess I'm kind of curious. I don't know if we want to go through everyone that we voted for, but I'm curious who everyone's first place vote was for the, for the two points. I voted for Yukari, Yukari's wives, and the Hifu Club. <laughs> <laughs> I am nothing if not predictable. <laughs> You're consistent, not predictable. Let's call it that. The characters that I voted for were like Raymoon first place, obviously, and then I voted for like Marisa and then Junko and Rinko and Mary, and then I gave two spots to characters who I felt like deserved. Like I gave one spot to Keiki because I wanted to vote for a new character, and then I gave one to Komachi purely because of Azumaya's Komachi Dojin. The Shinigami is ruining her vote again. <laughs> Yeah, it made me cry, so I gave her a vote. Normally I'd vote for, like, Yumemi and Yukari, but they... I had to make some room for somebody. Room in your heart. I voted for Boko first place, because I usually do, and then Yuka, Sagume, Raiko, Shizuha, Shinki, and, um... I don't actually remember who my seventh vote was. You voted for Shizuha? Yeah, I always vote for Shizuha out of the... Aki sandwich obligation. Yeah, Aki sandwich <laughs> obligation. And we did actually beat that. They were right next to each other this year. And then Yay. she is actually one of the more interesting, like, minor characters, which is why she gets a slot. She gets sort of the doesn't do much, but has an interesting concept slot. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Also, I have a friend who's like the giant galaxy brain Yuka Shizuha shipper. And so uh, shout out to her <laughs> for the biggest brained thing that I sort of that sticks in my mind as like the big brain y'all ever just decay <laughs> every day <laughs> so I have a confession to make 
I uh, <laughs> Did you not vote this year? <laughs> I didn't vote this year because my work was so slammed that it completely slipped my mind until after it closed. I mean, that's, like, valid, though. Huh? They should have it open for, like, a week, I think. Oh, it's still open? Yeah. No, they, it's over, but... They should. Like We they... have one on the Discord, but... Oh, I mean, I had a uh, ISO 17025 quality audit at work, so that kind of occupied my mind for three weeks or so. Yeah, that's understandable. Who would you have voted for for your first place pick at least? Sega, I imagine? I think, <laughs> yeah. Sega, Yuka, Marisa, Remu, Yukari, Yachie, and then I'm not sure what who the seventh would have been. I might have used a random number generator. Let's go, lesbians. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just a completely random vote. I love that. <laughs> Random vote disqualifying EOSD characters, of course. They don't need the help. Notably, I think none of us included any of the EOSD members. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything against the EOSD cast, Before but... Before I forget, Yukari's wives disincludes Kassin. <laughs> Kassin actually had quite the spike this year. Yeah, probably because... Wild and Horn Tournament ended. Yeah. She actually had the largest spike of any characters. Yeah, because the two large spikes on her head, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually sure where the Horned Hermit version of Kassin placed off the top of my head. This is why we have the results pages, but... It was combined into her. No, she placed 139th. No, that's arm. Yeah, that's the arms. Yeah, or... Oh, yeah, that's who I meant. Full Kossin is combined into Kossin. Okay. Well, that probably explains the spike. Wait till I shift to maximum Kossin drive. <laughs> Please. Jesus Christ. They've been... How are they still cutting the grass outside? They stopped cutting the grass. They were cutting the grass all morning. <laughs> There's only so much grass outside. They were cutting the grass all morning. They stopped for a couple hours, and now they're back at it again. They grew some um, more grass to cut it. <laughs> so I'm very sorry about the background noise in this episode. JT. I can't even hear it, personally. Okay, well, I think the waveform is kind of fucked up, so... <laughs> I mean, I've been the one sitting here eating tuna salad sandwiches, so, like, I've consigned myself to a bit of ZS on my audio. Hmm. Which I suppose doesn't make sense unless one knows my highly customized audacity <laughs> keys, but... Yeah, so something I wanted to talk about is... Oh, Suica actually got a pretty big jump, too. <laughs> nice, you love to see it. I, I really wrestled with my Kamachi vote because I was, wasn't sure if I wanted to give it to Kamachi or Suica, and I ended up giving it to Kamachi. Kamachi probably needed it more considering where she placed... One of the characters who I have normally voted for, Yememi, ended up exactly one spot above the fortune teller. So thankfully, me not voting for her did not result in the ultimate disaster, which is ranking below the fortune teller, <laughs> who has thankfully been dropping like a fucking rock into obscurity. Dropping like a purification rod into somebody's forehead? Yes. Yeah, he <laughs> placed exactly one point. Above Mioi in this poll, he actually has lost the most popular male character title to Renosuke after two years on top. The evil, the evil is, is defeated. defeated. <laughs> 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 yeah, so he placed 66th in 2018, and he's now 92nd. So looking forward to him fading from obscurity into obscurity forever. 
From obscurity into obscurity. First he fades into obscurity, and then he fades from obscurity and is gone into the void. Oh god, that just means he's going to pass into fantasy and end up in Gensokyo again. This was his plan all along. (laughs) He already faded into obscurity, and then he came out of obscurity with Kosuzu reading his books, remember? That was the whole plot. Yeah. This is just part of the cycle. He's going to keep doing this. He's going going to be like a recurring villain. Maybe he was incarnated first as a book, and then he realized it was the 21st century, so his next incarnation had to be a meme. (laughs) Maybe if we work hard enough, he'll disappear from old copies of Forbidden Scrollery. It's just like a blank spot that splits open when uh, Reimu kills him. I'm kind of surprised Keiki only placed 36. I mean, I'm not. She's the most popular character from Wily Beast and Weakest Creature, and she only placed 36. Well, not counting, you know, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Most popular new character. I feel like Wily Beast and Weakest Creature is a pretty cult fandom. Like, it gives me the same vibes as Hifu fandom, which is very loud, but very niche. I mean... Renko is at 27th, but, like, that's still relatively niche. She is doing better than Okina did after Hidden Star came out. Okina did, like... She was 45th and then 48th, so... No, that was the year after it. No, 45th was her first year, 48th was the second. So, Okina actually got more popular this year? Going all the way up to 43rd? Slightly. I guess people are warming to her, finally. Now that I think that grimoire of Usami probably helped because yeah. she's yeah. just you need to display the bastardry of a sage for the fandom to warm up to them. That's why Kasin is so much higher this year. <laughs> yeah, and I do think that Okina has been kind of welcomed into the fandom as like a character. Yeah, instead of just Junko and Yukari jokes. She's been sort of accepted as a part of Gensokyo to a greater degree than a lot of newer characters. Yeah. Who tend to be sort of restricted to their own little spheres. Yeah. So I guess ultimately Zun's plan in that game to sort of make all of the characters like an already existing part of the world did sort of succeed. Yeah, I feel like Narumi got the worst of it because the magician brigade that already existed was so tight-knit and also so EOSD. Yeah, it's another sort of relic of a bygone era that is a little bit resistant to change. Whereas the other characters like... Eternity has the greater fairy to compete with, But she has a different niche. And she also has the Sukoyo no Kami element. That is what I mean by different niche. She's like the actually smarter one, but she's still just as much of a mischievous baby. Unlike Dayose, who is the Moe. (laughs) Unlike Dayose, who doesn't exist. Toho fandom will absolutely project Moe onto any blank slate they can possibly encounter. Where I hate to ask, but where did she place this year? Fifty-fourth. Yeah, she was fifty-fourth, and her fellow void, <laughs> the lesser devil, was seventy-first. So I feel like these are sort of benchmarks for tiers of obscurity as far as characters go. Like you have Satori guarding the like the S tier, and then right underneath that 
is the A tier. Directly below Lesser Devil is Hieda no Akio. Oh my god. <laughs> the insane thing is that I feel like a lot of these characters are characters that I see like constantly in the fandom and Toho Wiki is a very non-representative sample too. Yeah. TH Wiki is like the center of the Japanese old guard. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if many newer communities didn't know the poll existed other than sometimes an artist posts about it. Or just didn't bother voting in it because, yeah. well, if you have a bunch of people whose votes haven't changed in the last century or so, why would you bother? <laughs> Yeah, so that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Every time the popularity poll comes out, there's always this subsection of people who seem strangely resigned and bitter about it. And I wanted to sort of talk about that. Like, what does the popularity poll actually affect? Like, I hear... It affects Nandoroid production mostly. Yeah, like, I hear people talking about how it affects, like, the merch of, like, extremely big and popular companies. Yeah, Tora, Noana, and Nandoroid. They'll only make merch for the popular characters, supposedly. I don't know how true that is. Like, Nandoroids have such a high cost to produce. I don't think that this poll specifically is used as a reference by Good Smile or whatever. Yeah, but I think that, like, general popularity is... Yeah, they look at, like, pics of tags or something, and this is a reasonably representative sample of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, so, like, I do hear, like, a lot of... I still wish for the day when we get Hifu and Androids. <laughs> like, I feel like we have to eventually get Hifu and Androids because they're so iconic as characters and as specifically a pair of characters. They're so iconic as characters, but they don't place as high as, like, the upper tier of characters. But they still have, like, an extremely devoted fandom who produces a ton of content for them. Renko is ranked above Yuka and Suika and stuff like that, so I don't think that it's necessarily that she's unpopular, but more that she's part of a duo. I think, like, more relevant than, like, toy sales or merch stuff is, like, this general perception that the characters who are less popular in the rankings get less fan content. And, I mean, that's, like, true to an extent because that's what being popular means. It's getting cause and effect backwards. Also pretty categorically untrue if you look at the works that contain particular characters. Exactly. Pretty much every single Togo character has a niche somewhere in the fandom. There is a subsection of people who are fiercely devoted to that character. Just look at Riggle. Yeah, shout out to the Riggle fans who nearly a third of her points are from first place votes. I believe she actually had more than a third last year. This year she got less than a third, but... Yeah, the Riggle fandom is extremely powerful, and they only vote for Riggle. No thoughts, only Riggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an insult to Riggle fans, it's just like, you know, there is no brain, only Hifu Club. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, a funny thing about the Hifu Club is that us Hifu cultists are very vocal about voting for the Hifu Club on Twitter. They're usually about 10 points up in the predicted exit polls compared to what they actually end up placing in the final results. Yeah. Which is really funny. Yeah, so like basically, I don't know. They're um, loud about I... loving their girls. 
Yes. The popularity poll is not as meaningful as people make it out to be in terms of, like, content that gets produced for those characters, and obviously characters who are extremely low on the popularity poll, like... Nemuno is my usual example. Yeah, people like Nemuno, people like Layla Prism River... <laughs> Layla Prism River isn't real. Yeah, people like Ioki. If she doesn't have an appearance, people are just creating her from whole cloth. <clears throat> yeah, obviously those characters are going to have less fan content in general, but I feel like people who are actually devoted to those characters are going to end up producing higher quality content anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not likely to yeah. be just... Fluff. Nobody's looking at the popularity poll and saying, I don't want to make content for this character. Their rank is low. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody is, but they would be like an extreme weirdo. <laughs> like... yeah. All right. Nobody whose opinion will warrant any consideration by me is looking at the popularity poll and think, I'm not going to make content for my favorite character because nobody likes them. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's some asshole who, out there who's like, oh, you know, very performative sort of, well, if no one likes them, why should I like them sort of stuff? But I'm like, just grow whatever it is you need to grow. Grow like, as a person. The primary example of what we're talking about really is the Dolls and Pseudo Paradise Girls, who this year rank 119 and 142. And they have an extremely devoted fandom that constantly churns out content for them. Jacket Girl is ranked above Urumi, Eika, Kisume, several Windows <laughs> toes. <laughs> but at least she yeah. has a interesting murder mystery attached to her so like kind of cool knife she's more than a lesser devil yeah. even if yeah. she doesn't have a name <laughs> and obviously we are mean to the eosd fans a lot and all the time if you vote into the void expect the void observers to chuckle back like i think people put too much stock in the eosd people's placement because you can literally just like take those characters and completely ignore them just just move them out of the way and then you can have a like top 10 that doesn't include them if you so wish because yeah. the toho pole is not like the ultimate arbiter of who the good and bad characters are it's just the characters that people like it's a popularity contest yeah, you can interpret the polls however you wish, and if that means deleting the Scarlets from existence, then that's fine. And it means that, like, Moko and Aya and Alice get bumped up into the top ten. It would be Alice, Sanai, and Yuyuko. <laughs> yes. And, like, at the end of the day, the only ranking that should matter to you is whoever you voted for. Exactly. Yeah, I just like to cheer my gals on. Yeah. The most tragic things about this poll... Seafood dagwood sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> the Aki sandwich has been broken. They're united at last. Raymari sandwich. There is a Raymari sandwich this year with Koishi getting in the way. They've been separated. By only about yeah. 200 points. And that's okay because it's just a little pebble in between them. <laughs> The true tragedy is Renko and Mary, because Renko is 26th? 27th this year. Yeah. She's 27th, and... Maribel is 49th. <laughs> They're almost 25 places apart. Yeah, so absolutely giant stack of lettuce and tomatoes between them. <laughs> I think that when 
the Hifu fans make like doujins and stuff about them being separated by like some mysterious force that they don't understand and is beyond their control. It's actually it's just about the polls. The Toho popularity poll. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just a metaphor for the Toho popularity poll. One of my favorite things is once the poll result has come out, you do get a lot of funny art with like characters who have, you know, their different placements on the board. I'm looking forward to Mai and Satono are next to each other for the first time. I think we'll get some funny stuff at that from the Hidden Star fans. I think uh, there was another funny one I saw and I can't remember where it was. The fairy double decker sandwich. <laughs> With Luna Child and then Star Sapphire in the middle and Sunny Milk. The fairy Big Mac. There's one character between each of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that and thinking that was funny. I think we're going to get some funny things with some of the new characters. The Otter Spirit is more popular than a hand <laughs> Yes, the Otter Spirit came out very well this time around. I will not repeat any of the cursed things I said about them in our Wally Beast episode, but I'm glad that that impression is not what the entire <laughs> fandom came with. Uh, it's a big win for Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Yache being the second most popular Wabak is also a big win for Redacted. Oh yeah, Yachie <laughs> and Nue being next to each other. I think someone is going to do some good stuff with that. The level of nasty involved. Oh dear. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do also like Sega and Kosuzu, I think is a funny, it's like the worst possible influence. Kosuzu's ever rotating list of bad influences. <laughs> the other thing that the popularity polls track is the number of fan works that are tagged with popularity polls. So like people are encouraged to submit, um... <clears throat> Fan works like cheering on or campaigning for particular characters. I am very curious to know what the one fan work submitted in support of the Tsuchinoko was. It was real. I have to know. I'm surprised that somebody did a supportive fan work for Meira. <laughs> Meira has no rights. <laughs> I'm curious about the one fan art for Shadow Kazan, or Ibaraki Doji's arm, and I'm just like, what was that? <laughs> I really wish the like poll results would like link all the supportive fan arts, and then I can go through and be like, oh yeah, that's funny, that's funny, or... I don't actually do any of my numberings on the thing, so I'm doing this one live, but Yomu had the most with 35, which is a lot. The Yomu campaign was strong. Remu had the second most at 20, and then Kogasa and Flandre both had 20. Yeah. Remu had 21. You can definitely tell the sort of biases of who's submitting fan art, because it's a lot of older characters. It is a fair bit for Tenshi. Up to UFO is generally where you, what I consider likely to be the old guard nowadays. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. Or up to subterranean animism. It depends. I think that we should talk a little bit about the music and works polls as well. There's not a whole lot to say about the music rankings. You and Owen was her and Septet for a dead princess continued to battle it out for first place. Idolatry's World got fourth place. Yeah, Idolatry's World got fourth place, which might as well be first place, considering the complete immovability of the top three. Pure Furies and Hartman's Yokai Girl 
have Swaffed. fluttered a bit. The realistic top tier is like six to three or so. Like getting in there is a legitimate accomplishment, even if the music curve is a lot less cruel than the uh you can really see the drop off between septet and hartman's yokai girl <laughs> 2000 which is about 25 percent of septet's votes yeah we're in excess of hartman's yokai girl yeah so as far as the music goes you can absolutely just completely ignore the top two and then everything else is pretty like yeah i expect this sort of thing yeah mm-hmm. Tonight Star's an easygoing egoist was really high in 2019, but then it dropped back down to 20. Yeah. So, like, even though Keiki is only 36 on the popularity poll, her theme song, which slaps, by the way, and is my favorite song from Wiley Beast, it was obviously extremely popular, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I was not actually able to vote in the music polls this year, sadly, because I simply did not have time. I just did my characters really quickly one day and yeah, forgot about the rest. The other thing is, in the works, just to show how ridiculous the EOSD voting block really is, number one is obviously EOSD, with roughly 1,300 more number one votes than the second place, which is Imperishable Night. It also has, you know, about 1,500 more points total. The difference in points is essentially the difference in number one votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Imperishable Night is also basically just as popular as EOSD, which is... It really is like EOSD, Imperishable Night, Perfect Cherry Blossom, Mountain of Faith, Subterranean Animism. That's like... That's been that there as long as all of those games have been there. And Lunatic Kingdom has always been sixth. Mm-hmm. As long as it's been there. Wily Beast is really popular for being new. I'm I'm honestly surprised that it isn't more popular than Lol K because personally it's been my favorite Toho game in a very long time. I just think that probably some people don't like it as a game because it's got some really bad bullet visibility problems. But I don't know how much that contributes. It's got a pretty big jump from... LOLK to Wily Beast 2, about yeah. 2,000 votes. I think Lunatic Kingdom gets a lot of second place votes from people who like actually read the story and voted in a perishable night, yeah. because it's sort of the closest we have to a sequel to a Toho game. I think it's going to benefit <laughs> a lot from that effect. That's true. As far as print works go, Forbidden Scrollery and Wild and Horn Hermit blow everything else out of the water. And then Magical Astronomy is the most popular music CD, followed directly by Dolls in Suit of Paradise. Yeah, and then like the rest of the Hifu CDs are kind of near the bottom, which is very sad to me. But, you know, that's that's how it is. Less people listen to the music CDs than read the manga or play the games. That's just kind of a fact. I guess the other thing I wanted to bring up is sort of, like, we mentioned this earlier a little bit. Historically, like, the new games do not perform as well as... You know, obviously EOSD or Impressionable Night in the popularity polls. People just get attached to the things that they like. Yeah, and the characters from those games obviously is the same deal. Like, it's very hard to... If you have, like, a set of characters that you vote for in popularity polls, your top seven favorite characters, it's kind of hard to dislodge characters from that in order to make room for a new character, even if you really like that new character. Like, Kutaka was one of my favorite character designs in forever, but I didn't vote for her because I didn't want to 
remove more than one character from my top seven to make room for a Wily Beast character. And Kiki's my favorite Wily Beast character, so she gets the vote. I gave Yachie a vote because she's terrible, but yeah. I think the better way to run the poll would be to have it be like a bucket vote or a category. Your favorite character from each game. Well, not even that. You, you know, you can pick a number one, and then you pick any number of characters to give a vote to. I think that that would really overwhelm the servers, though. <laughs> it's essentially not much more complex as far as the votes are concerned. It's just instead of you have an unsigned short for a vote, which is, like, Zoon will be dead before we have 65,536 characters. Are you sure about that? This is hurting my brain. You don't know that Zin didn't drink the Horai <laughs> elixir. <laughs> That's true. Okay, well then we can go to a full-sized int or a long, and the point is that that is not much data to store that vote in. Yeah. I was just thinking about crunching the rankings, but you're probably right. <laughs> I know how to do the math. It's an O of N algorithm. For the number of votes. I would personally just have uh, choose your number one and have that be one vote. See, I think that that... Choose the number one or perish. <laughs> just picking one, I think, makes the inertia problem worse, not better. There's not like... Yes, but it will be funny. And that's what I care about. <laughs> True. If you just want to watch the world burn. I do think that it's very strange that the popularity poll is limited to seven characters instead of like a rounder number, like five or ten. And I suspect that this is purely so that people who are particularly devoted to single game can include more or less every single character from that one game and then just ignore everything else. Yeah, that would be my guess. It's biased against perfect cherry blossom fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and imperishable um. night fans <laughs> yeah mountain of faith fans it's weighted towards eosd sort of i guess that's not really true but it is a little bit you can very easily just vote only for eosd characters and nobody else although you can't vote for the whole ticket of eosd either because i feel like that's only really applicable to the newer games where we don't have too many mid-boss only characters or multi-character bosses that's true. Unfortunately, I did like the mid-bosses that, you know, actually were named. It gives some flavor without having to be a lot. Although they do tend to get moe-fied a lot, it's not as bad. Yeah, and they also tend to actually get a little bit of personality in yeah. different works. Shout out to Lumiji's Shogi Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's passionately devoted to Shogi and uh, nothing else. That's her whole character, and there's no need to... She's passionately devoted to Shogi and hating her co-workers. <laughs> yes. Is there anything I... else we want to say about the poll? I guess the, the only other thing is, for the sake of curiosity, we decided to do a popularity poll within the Discord server. Um, I don't think that we should like post that on the podcast page, though. If it's uh, for within the Discord server, it would fudge the numbers if it was shared outside of it. Do we just want to do our own, like, poll? I, I, I can set one up and then post it when the episode goes live. We could do one for the listeners of OO, sure. I wasn't suggesting that it be posted. I was just saying that for the sake of curiosity, we did one in our Toho server, which has, like, I don't know, 100 people in it. 
more than that, less than that. Something about there. But we haven't tallied the results yet, so it's a surprise. Yeah, so for the sake of curiosity, we are just kind of collecting the opinions of people in that server, mostly because we wanted to see what the results would be outside of the influence of the EOSD voting block, which yeah. does not have a strong presence in the server. Yeah, we essentially <laughs> looked at one unrepresentative sample and said, we can make an unrepresentative sample too. And by we, I mean someone else on the server who's not actually part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Capellan, who put all of the effort into making a selectable list of like 100 Toho characters and then did that like seven more times. Dark shout out to Google Forms for making that necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. Don't let the results get you down if your fave didn't make it very high, because that just means that you're part of an exclusive club. Congratulations to Yomo. She can read now. (laughs) Yes. That's her gift for being number one. (laughs) They misread the kana and they thought that literacy was number one on the poll. And then she can read. (laughs) Yes. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, well, on the note, this is a pro-literacy podcast, so congratulations to literacy. (laughs) If you can't read, here we have some helpful resources. You can listen to an episode of this and look at the transcript. Obligatory note that Yomu has an extra U. (laughs) I'm not bad at Japanese. I mean, I am bad at Japanese, but Yomu has an extra U in it that Yomu doesn't. Mm. But it's a funny joke. Yes, especially because any time that misreading something results in talking about literacy, it is funny. <laughs> we talk about literacy tests a lot on this podcast, but I think this is probably the most uh, defining one yet. This is a Yomu test. <laughs> <laughs> With that, this has been Outside World Occultism. I'm not going to name anyone a Wang or Num or our number Wang for the week, so feel free to do that yourself, audience. <laughs> Actually, before we go... In the spirit of numbers, what is your favorite number? That's complicated because... uh, (laughs) How are we defining a number here? Whatever feels right to you when I ask you this question. Anything that exists that is not an imaginary number. You can set your own rules here. All right, well, uh, I'm going to make use of uh, Gettle's construction and state (laughs) that any mathematical (laughs) statement is a number and give a shout out to Euler's identity. Okay, cool. (laughs) Whatever that is. (laughs) Or e to the pi i minus one equals zero. That's a number, I guess, probably. (laughs) I couldn't tell you. There's a number in a one-to-one correspondence with it, which is good enough for me because I'm a combinatorialist. That's an equation. <laughs> it has to be an expression. <laughs> Gettle's construction disagrees. There is no difference. Okay. See, my favorite number is nine because it is three threes and also is my birthday and also I was a really big Cherno fan back in the day. <laughs> Okay, if we're going with favorite integer, I would say probably uh, 49 on account of it being a perfect square that's digits are perfect squares. That's valid. That's more valid than whatever you said earlier. (laughs) Look, you don't ask the mathematician questions and then let them define the bounds of the answer. I've learned my lesson, it seems. You really should have let me state that it had to be a real number. (laughs) 
Actually, uh, Gandalf's construction sets up correspondences with integers, so... Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone else have favorite numbers? (laughs) If we're really desperate for content sometime, I will prove Gandalf's incompleteness theorem live on the podcast and post it unedited, but... (laughs) Please do. (laughs) I would absolutely love that. I believe you. Anyway... I don't have any real favorite numbers, but I do like one-third because I like three, and it goes on forever. That's good. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. If you like three, why don't you enjoy infinite three? (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. Three... But not limited by my meager mortal flesh lungs. (laughs) <laughs> I can build you a mathematical body if you want. Yeah. Anyone else have a favorite number that they want to share with the class? I love all the integers equally because it allows me to say that I have infinite love, but in a humble way because it's a lower order infinity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you George. Hilbert's um... Love Hotel. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> yes. I think that we've thoroughly cursed the ending of this podcast, so bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I'm going to summon Hina.